And you're listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And who do we have in the studio right now? Hello, are you there? I is here. Who? I- are you? I'm Eddie J, or Ed DJ, if you like. Ed Lasco, welcome back to the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show. Hi, thanks for having me back. You were here last week on the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show, playing some rockabilly. Th- ah! Thousand dollar rockabillies. <laughs> rockabilly. Ah! Why do you like rockabilly, Ed? Just curious. Well, rock- Some listeners to the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show commented on rockabilly didn't well they? only one but anyway the thing of, about rockabilly is is that it is the original punk okay period that's all we need to know today on the nardwarta human serviette radio show gonna do a continuation of a whole bunch of stuff that you brought in last week that we really didn't get a chance to play ed lasco and who are you ed lasco like who are you in case people want to who are you oh i'm just a weird old record collector that has stacks and stacks of wax and they all cry out to me play me play me Ed Lasco, Eddie J, on the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show. And Ed, what did we just hear right there off the top? Radioactive Mama. Well, that was for for radioactive listeners out there on the radioactive radio station on the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. Yes, Radioactive Mama by Shelman Ullman from uh, from L.A., Hollywood, California. Uh, by circa 59. And right now we're going to play something that uh, by Buchanan and Goodman. And uh, Buchanan and Goodman were the first guys to take little snippets out of other people's records and splice them all together and, and put out their own record. And they were rewarded for, for their effort. Actually, the, the very first one was a thing called the Flying Saucer. And all rock and rollers know that the Flying Saucers are real. That's right, they're real. Don't believe uh, the government tells you that they're they're just 
balloons and and uh, BS. Nope, the flying saucers are real. So anyway, that they put out that record and it was a big hit record. Could you explain what it is? It's like a break in record, not like break dancing, but it's like break in, break in, cut up, right? Well, they they, they have their script, and uh, as they go along their script, they break into the script with with a little piece of somebody else's record. So that's why it's called a break in record. And um, they were rewarded for their first effort with the Flying Saucer by getting sued by every um, record company that uh, that they took a little bit of the records from. And uh, there was a big trial. And uh, at the end of the trial, the judge ruled that they could use 10 seconds. So if anybody that wants to do a hip-hop record and use uh, 12 seconds or 11 seconds, they might be in trouble. But if you only use 10 seconds or less... You're okay, the judge said. Not guilty. And what are we going to hear right now, Ed? Buchanan Goodman on trial from November 1956. The Nardwarta Human Soviet Radio Show with guest DJ. Ed DJ! Be on the lookout for Buchanan and Goodman last seen wearing black denim trousers and motorcycle boots. Look out! They're after us! Let's get out of here! Are you Buchanan and Goodman? Yes, we are. Hello, hello again. Well, this is a summons. You're under arrest. This is John Cameron Cameron in court. The trial of Buchanan and Goodman is now in session. Is the district attorney ready? I'm ready. Ready, ready, I'm ready. Call the first witness. And what is your name? The often call me Speedo, but my real name is Mister. What is your complaint against Buchanan and Goodman? They wouldn't give me a ride in their flying saucer. <laughs> Call the next witness. <laughs> what took you so long? I crashed into the jungle. Your Honor, I object. What have you got to say? Woo! <laughs> Call, call the next witness. Uh, aren't you skinny dynamo? Yes, it's me and I'm in... Buchanan and Goodman, have you anything to say? You ain't nothing but a hand <laughs> <laughs> Order! Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you may leave the room. Meanwhile, back in the jury room. <laughs> Turn you now to the courtroom where the judge is saying to the jury and the jury is saying to the judge Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, have you reached a verdict? Yeah. We find them not guilty. This is John Cameron Cameron again. And now what are you going to do with that summons? This is John Cameron Cameron And this is the judge saying That's all there is to that So it really works, huh? Yeah Well then tune in the swallows at Capistrano Okay This is Bernard Mazidigas at Kitty Hawk, where Wilbur and Orville Flight are about to test their first airplane. Right now, Wilbur is hollering to one of his mechanics, The mechanic replies, "Uh Uh-huh, honey. Wilbur points to the airplane, and he says, Follow me. 
They're going down to the plane. It's time now for the takeoff, and Wilbur says, Here's They're strapping Orville into the pilot's seat, and he's screaming something. I don't want to go. They're cranking up the engine. Mrs. Flight is on hand to watch the takeoff. She's waving to Orville. Here my baby. We're going to get a word right now from some of the folks watching this historic event. What do you people have to say? Look at there. <laughs> Look at there. Look at that. Orville's waving. I believe he's trying to say something. What's that, Orville? You can way too And I'm a coming. He's coming in for a perfect one-point landing. Orville, how does it feel to be the first man to take a ride in an airplane? What happened up there? I almost lost my mind. I told you it wouldn't work. It'll work next time. Never replace television. According to the Big KOS Master Clock in Greenwich, England, and time for a speedy clip. If you're sweaty and tired and you feel real needy, it's time to take a listen to Speedy. Don't give up the ship. Just listen to Speedy Clip on the Speedy Clip Show on KOS, KOS Radio, Channel 4896341 and a third. Transcribed. Speedy Clip talking at you from Station KOS, Painted Radio Chaos, with the Speedy Clip Show, the number one program on the number one station in the number one city, is rated by the number one rating service, Numbers Incorporated, owned and operated by radio station KOS and KOS AM. Right to Rockville now for little Recallsville, USSR. A big hit way back two weeks ago, Dickie Shortcap and Olinda. Olinda. From the big KOS Weather Bureau in Washington, D.C., James C. Petrillo, President, here is the present temperature for our town and vicinity. For our town, 119 degrees, for vicinity, 27. And now, listen to this. I don't know what to do about my clear skin. Don't feel bad, King Teen. Be one of the crowd. Buy Pimpalon. Adds blotches and blemishes to the clearest of skins. Pimpalon comes complete with tiny applicator and 30 days supply of red paint if clear skin persists. See your dermatologist. Back to Rollville now on a KOS Radio predicted hit. KOS Radio, channel 6, 4, 12, two-thirds and a fourth. Picks the hits for all you kids out there. And today it's Little Davy Falcon and his nuclear recording of Old Emily. Falcon and Emily. And speaking of nuclear, here's this week's Speedy Clip Quip. Definition of a bachelor, a man who isn't married. <laughs> In the big KOS newsroom, this news is happening now. Washington, informed source on Kravitz, sworn to one pound with China Port, we put crowd up the bar. Hershel, Pennsylvania, employs a chocolate corporation, wants to adopt strikes about a higher wages, better working travels, and the right to lick all pans. On the local front, police chief threats for Anna Kravitz, the man of Mickey Cohen, don't break the devil up, and Frank Costello's mother. <laughs> KOS engineer has just been shot to death here in the big chaos newsroom. The news when it happens, from where it happens, even if we have to make it happen, even if there isn't any on KOS. Don't get the blues, get all the news, we mean all the news. Guys out there in Radio Land, on KOS and KOS.
A-M. Well, I see by the old clock on the wall, there's a dead fly, and that means we gotta go for half a mole before part two of the Speedy Clip show. So now, let's turn it over for a moment to today's teenage guest disc jockey. It's all yours, fella, and don't be nervous. Don't be nervous, don't be rocky, you're our teenage guest disc jockey now. I guess who our guest teenage disc jockey is? Why, it's Nardware, Nardware himself. Nardware, the human serviette. On now to part two of the Speedy Clip Show and yesterday's predicted hit, a record never played before yesterday and already number three on the KOS Swell 70 survey, BFC Bat Philly Wiley and the Swingin' Oh Mama! Call Paul Sully and his police record of O. Henry on Chaos, the number one rated station in the world. Stationsville, Breakville, Nowville. KOS Radio is the best radio. Sends the music out your way 40 hours every day. And here are the late baseball scores. 5 to 1, 14 to 3, and 4 to nothing. KOS, where there's something for everyone from 8 to 13. If you're 13 or 8, you think that it's great on KOS Rate. Yeah. Well, it's now time to telephone a teen. And today's call goes to Elsie Leffler at Garvey 81970. Hello, Elsie. Here's today's question. What's your name? Oh, I'm sorry. And so we add today's $40,000 to tomorrow's telephone teen jackpot. Well, once again, we'll try to prove it pays to listen to chaos. It pays to listen to chaos, but not to work here. We wish somebody'd pay us. Futuresville, USO now, as Red Denny Biederman sings a little number that hasn't been written yet. Under the motorcycle moon, but you... Traffic information, we switch controls to KOS Mobile Unit Number 7 on the inbound State Highway. This is Mobile Unit Number 7. <laughs> it's extremely difficult speaking into a microphone and steering at the same time. <laughs> Look out! There's another truck! <laughs> Back at Chaos Radio again, where our teenage advertising board gives its seal of approval to... Frank's Grinding Wheel Company. For its monumental work in the field of brass knuckle buffing. The seal of approval assures the removal of anything bad at all. And just to prove it's real, here's the chaos approval seal. Oh, 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 oh. Thank you, seal. And now the number one recording in the KOS survey for today. The tune you kids have made the top song in recorded history. Yo-Yo Burgess haunting rendition of Crime and Antley. Hold it, hold it. Wait a moment. I've just been handed this message from the Chaos News Department. Because of this station's spectacular advancements in the field of brainwashing, the Pentagon has selected it as the ultimate in secret weapons and has decided to put us into orbit effective immediately. Ten, nine, immediately. Eight, seven, Wait a minute, fellas. I'll do anything. Five, I'll even play a Count Basie record. Three, Look, I won't even doing this two, to make a buck. One, Wait, please, you don't understand. Fire. Elvis Ricky Now, once again, we are able to relax and listen as the modern jazz quartet performs selections from Rachmaninoff's Prelude in C-sharp minor. 
and you're still still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show with guest DJ Eddie J. Lasco. Ed, what did we hear there? What went on? That was Chaos by Arbogaston Ross. When I got to uh, San Francisco, I went to the Salvation Army and there were 10,000 records there and I went through all of them. And I found my first copy of Chaos by Arbogast and Ross. It was the only thing worth buying. It was still all scratched up and everything. But I, since it was the first copy, I was so glad to have it. And how did you know about these records, Ed? You heard them when you were a kid? Yes, I heard that uh, back in 1959. And uh, I might have heard it on Vancouver Radio's show. But uh, I was also listening to KJR Seattle uh, at that time in the summer of 59. So uh, more likely I heard it on uh, Seattle Radio. And were these records mostly on major labels? Well, that one was on a fairly big label. It was on the Liberty label, but uh, the other ones were all on small labels. Or on Plain, I, I think that was a pseudonym for Dickie Goodman, which is the Goodman from Buchanan and Goodman. And that's what we heard before. What was that all about? Aaron Plain or Aaron Plain? Yeah, that was... Uh, the Flight. Yeah. That was a, ca- a cat taking his uh, trip in a time machine. He says, oh, I'll never catch up, I'll never replace television. And before that, we began the set with Buchanan and? Well, Buchanan and Goodman themselves on trial from, from, uh, from 1956. That was actually a hit record. It uh, hit the, the Billboard Hot 100 for one whole week and glorious at number 80. And coming up right now, some Stan Friedberg. Yes, yeah, Stan Friedberg. Of course, Stan Friedberg had his own radio show in the, in the early 50s. Uh, he had a huge hit with uh, St. George and the Dragonette, which I think was number number two, I think, on the Billboard uh, Hot 100. It was Actually, it was uh, previous to that, so it would have been the, the pop charts. Uh, but at any rate, uh, he kept on making r- rock and roll records. And I guess like Arbogaston Ross, uh, the, he hated rock and roll. And, of course, the Arbogaston Ross is a takeoff on rock and roll where it all sounds the same. Have you ever had people say that to you, Nard, where, oh, that punk music, it all sounds the same. Or why does blues records sound all like the same? It's because if you don't like it, it all sounds the same. That's why. I was actually wondering, Ed, do you ever watch that TV show American Pickers at all? American Pickers? Um, no, I've never seen that show. Because they discover LPs once in a while, you know, when they're doing their professional picking. Yeah, I was in the back room here in one of the studios, and I found three polka records. Isn't that incredible? Right here in CITR. Somebody, I, somebody plays polkas? How about Wilf Carter being in the Queen Mum's record collection? What do you think about that? Well, she was, uh, Wolf Carter was uh, Canada's first singing star. Um, and, and of course, he was uh, never really made it um, in the States. Um, I'm, I'm surprised that he's, uh, that he's in the Queen Mum's collection. Maybe they, um, maybe they played him over there. Maybe he was more of a, uh, a hit maker in uh, the UK than, than he was in, uh, in the States. Because in the States, I don't think he had even one hit record. But, you know, in Canada, he was just like a star for decades. Here's Stan Friedberg with the great... Pretender. With guest DJ Eddie... J. Pretend that I'm doing well 
You on the piano? What are you doing? Well, man, I just play a little ooh baba doo like a ooh ba ba ooh ba ba ba. See, I think it's a mistake on my part. I got the same chord over and over, like a clink 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 clink. That's clink. right. That's right. You want me to play the same thing all through the song? You catch on fast. Wow. My need is such. I pretend too much. I'm lonely, but no one can tell. Scared me. Don't do that. Oh, oh yes, I'm a great pretender. You were through, man. No, no. I don't want to play that lick no more, man. I come from a different school, like shearing, arrow, garnish, stand, take, man. Ooh ba, ooh ba, ooh ba, ooh ba. That's not gonna sell the records. Man, don't bug me. I don't want to play that cling, cling, cling jazz. You play that cling, cling, cling jazz, but you won't get paid tonight. Well, all right. To real is this feeling of make believe. To real when I feel what my heart. You see how lovely that turned out now? That's the darling part. Appreciate it. And gay like a clown. I seem, hold it. I seem, slow down. I seem, retard. Don't stop me now, man. I got to where I like it. Stop it. Stop it, I say. I'm getting out of here. He ruined the ending. One of the loveliest parts in the whole. The whole <laughs> Down in old Savannah lived a fella named Joe. He used to run an eating place where ladies loved to go down in Savannah. Joe was known for miles and miles around because old Joe had the biggest joint in town. Lucky old Joe had the biggest joint in town. Mothers brought their daughters in to sample Joe's dessert. The daughters just adored it and they sampled till it hurt. One day a gal apologized for eating like a pig. That's fine, said Joe. That's what made the joint so big. Lucky old Joe had the biggest joint in town. Soon Joe was rich. 
He wore a diamond twice as big as a rock But still old Joe Wasn't satisfied with his life He wanted to enlarge so he began to advertise He sent out picture postcards of his joint to show its size His business got much bigger but he didn't mind a bit Said Joe, I'll just feed him any kind of food Poor old Joe, his business started going down Soon a kid named Sammy opened up across the street What Sam was serving to the gals I wouldn't dare repeat But pretty soon Joe's customers had moved to Sammy's place Because young Sam had a fascinating face Poor old Joe had the longest face in town Joe decided there was only one thing to be done He stood in front of Sam's and questioned ladies one by one And every gal he questioned would reply without a fuss You're all through, Joe, now it's Sammy's joint for us Yes, young Sam has the nicest joint in town Joe tried and tried to get his business back to its normal state But his hands were tied and Sammy's joint was still doing great Sammy's competition was a hard thing to defeat Cause kings and queens had recommended Sammy's joint to eat But then one morning Sammy's voice had changed from low to high Because old Joe had cut off his food supply And now old Joe, wise old Joe Lucky old Joe still has the biggest joint in town United Artists Records, good morning Listen, I got a record from you people uh, A sneeze put the music uh, something called Gazara Gazutz. Uh, how do you say it? Oh, sir, we don't say it. We play it. But I'll connect you with our vice president in charge of labels, Mr. Harbour Farber. Just a minute, sir. Hello? If it says Harbour Farber, it's Harbour Farber. Mr. Harbour Farber, uh, I'm a disc jockey. Sure. And I have a record. Your label. But I can't pronounce the name. <laughs> yeah. Einer den Rekorden gewatzt Hagel mit der Drum und Verflügelhirten. Ist das ein gewatzter Hagel, jawohl? Well, I guess so. Sure. Uh, would you repeat that title just once again? Sure. The musical maker written the Noten und the name haben kommen gewatzt Hagen. Would you switch me back to the operator, please? Reiten. Habelfarbe over und outen. United Artists Records, good morning. Hey, hey, it's me again. Uh, I'm still here, miss. Uh, can you connect me with someone in A&R? Oh, certainly, sir. Our vice president in charge of A&R, Mr. Ibble Dibble, just loves to hear from the outside world. Would you hold on, sir? Ibble Dibble here with a landing pad, man. If you hovering nearby, set down easy. Is this the vice president in charge of A&R? Man, I am A&R. Only windows in my department, no doors. If you ain't flying, you ain't with us. 
I only want to get the official pronunciation of the word of the record, uh, uh, because, uh, because, uh... uh cold, Big Daddy. Man, you don't pronounce it. It's, it's like a way of life. Like, like, you know, man, gazots to hog a boopy doopy, daddy. Mm, I think I got it. Gazots to hog and gooby dooty, daddy. You're huh? coming on fine and clear, man. Now, 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 can you explain the title? What does it mean? Explain gazots to hog a boopy doopy? Man, like you can't explain. Man, it's like scotch and peanut butter. But hold, rest easy. I'll flip you to stern dash the Cavendish, our veep in charge of research and also the copyrights. What stern don't dig, man, it ain't buried. United Artists Records, good morning. Hello, blue eyes. Would you plug this cat into the sterno? <laughs> Just a minute. Hello, Stern Cavendish here. Research and copyrights, what's old? Hello. Call me, Rex. I finally mastered the pronunciation of Gestalkterhagen, and I'd like to know what the word means. Well, I say it's a name and a record. A record by any other name wouldn't rock as sweet, eh, hey, what? <laughs> well, what does the word mean, and where did it come from? Well, I... Amazing. What's that? What's that? It's my minor bird. Well trained, what? Not even on the payroll. Oh, yes. Now, we find out quite a bit about that name. You know, the pack leader of the first Israeli dog team was named Gazasta Hoogie. Hansel and Gretel's mother's maiden name was Gahatsta Bagaduga. And in Copenhagen, they have a streetcar named Gahatsta Hoogle. Well, I'm talking about your record. Why name it that? I'm very sorry, but I really don't know. After all, I'm only vice president around here. Then the man I want to speak to is the president of your company. Uh, will you connect me? Why, certainly. I'll switch you back to the operator. Hello, operator, operator. United Artists Records, good morning. I say, would you connect this chap at the president's office? The president's office? Oh, yes, sir. Would you hold on a minute, sir? This is the president's office. I want to speak to the president of Gazakta. No, no, I mean your company. May I tell him who's calling? A desk jockey. Oh, yes, sir. Hello? Is this the president? It certainly is the president. This is Max E. Gazakstahagen. What can I do for you? <sighs> Not a thing. Goodbye, Mr. Gazakstahagen. And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show with guest DJ Eddie J. Hello, Ed. Are you there? As here, as here, boss. You were giving me a cue. I thought there was going to be some giant explosion. You know these records inside out. What was going on there? Especially what was going on with that particular record because it's very interestingly decorated, isn't it? Could you please, in detail, explain Ed Lasco? It's got uh, a whole bunch of question marks all over it. Um, no title, no artist, no nothing. Just a whole bunch of question marks all over the label. Um, that record was a promo record, and uh, the flip side uh, is called Gazachtahagen by the Wildcats. And um, actually, um, this 
Paradiddle only came out on the DJ records, and it and it didn't even come out on all of them. It only came out on a few. I turned this uh, this thing on to um, a local record collector, and it only took him ten years to find a copy. That's how tough it is to find. So it isn't always the Wildcats on the other side, is it? Um, no, uh, actually, uh, on a lot of the, the DJ copies, it is the Wildcats, uh, doing a, a second tune on the flip side. Yes. And, uh, this, this thing about, uh, this paradiddle about, uh, uh, Max, uh, is only found on a few of the DJ records, but only on the DJ records. And before the question mark record, what did we hear, Ed Lasko? That was Joe's Joint by Clifford Freire. And Joe's got the biggest joint in town. And that's an under-the-counter record. That was an under-the-counter record for sure. Back in the early uh, 50s, um, that, that was very, very naughty stuff. And before that, some Stan Friedberg. And I looked at the label, a dollar six. Um, what of of Joe's joint? You mean? Yes, that's right. Um, and that was a dollar six when uh, when ordinary uh, records on Hit Parade would have cost about eighty nine cents, or um, perhaps maybe seventy nine cents. So uh, spending a dollar six on a record was a um, big investment for a teenager back then. And actually, of course, the, those records weren't for teenagers at all. You weren't even supposed to know about them. And when you went to your local DJ or, or excuse me, record sh- uh, store and asked about them, they would pull a bulk box out from under the counter. Now, coming to an end of this little segment of the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show, Eddie J., we have two tracks here that you love. We played earlier a Peter Sellers track, but it was the wrong side. So, well, that was last week. So I thought you would write the situation by playing the right side, right? Well, I wasn't cueing the record. Let's let's get that straight. Yes, we're going to play a drop of the hard stuff, which is a, a, a rave up by Peter Sellers, the fa- famous actor, a comedian, um, which is which is a wonderful thing. It's all about um, some uh, Irish guys getting together for a drink in the pub, and then somebody says something, and before you know it, ah, I never get to heaven now. And before that, Ed, we're going to end this little segment of the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show with Russian Bandstand, which is a record that was number one on your most wanted list. You've been on the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show quite a few times playing your rare records, but this was the one that was number one on the list, wasn't it? It was for quite a while. Actually, this one and Chaos kind of kind of um, merged together in my mind, but uh, Russian Bandstand was by Spencer and & Spencer, and in May 1959, it was a hit record on the Hot 100. It made number 91 for a glorious two weeks. Where did you eventually find a copy? Oh, that was a long time ago. I think I, I got it from a, a local um, record collector. I think I had a trade for it. I was so happy to get it. Well, thanks so much, Ed. Keep on rocking in the free world and do 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 Welcome to Russian Bandstand. This is your host, Nikita Clarkchev. In Russia, almost everybody watches Russian Bandstand. (laughs) 
Now everybody watches Russian bandstand. <laughs> Next is number one song in Russia. You got to like that song. It's number one song. But we don't like. Who else doesn't like that song? I don't like any other song. Too late, comrade. Now, anybody else don't like? We like that song. All right, now a word from our sponsor. You better listen. Light up stroganoff. New short length cigarette. Each cigarette, two puffs. That's all you got time for. Work 22 hours a day, salt mine. It's only cigarette with microphone filter. So be careful, comrades. Secret police are listening. It's only cigarette I smoke. Right, comrade Mamarella, chef? Right. It's only cigarette you can buy. Next on the Russian bandstand is country's number one singing star, Nikita Preslichev. What are you going to sing, Nikita? <laughs> no, that's wrong song. Tomorrow we have new number one singing star. Tomorrow we have new number one song. Hey, comrade, we are secret police. Tomorrow we have new host on the Russian bandstand. All right, lads, here we go. One, two, three, four. Ah, that's lovely, lads, that's lovely. Ah, let it play from your hearts, lads. That's right. I love to hear it, lads. That's how I love to hear it. <laughs> Pass the bottle, Paddy, will you? That's a drop of the hard stuff. <sighs> I'll have a drop of the bottle, too, please. John, John, give me the bottle, will you? Right. I say that sounds like a, a bum note you was playing there, Sean. Don't tell me whether I'm playing a bum note or not. I won't take that talk from anyone yet. Oh, oh, take that, you. Oh, oh. Don't tell me where I am. I'll give you something to think about, you stupid idiot. I won't take that talk from nobody. Take that, you swine. Oh, oh, oh. If it pleases my paper recorder, you're ruining the taste of life. Mind my half, will you? Mind me half. I'll never get to heaven, no. I won't have that talk from none of you, lad. I tell you. Now look here, lads. Please, lads, the recording. The recording, lads. Careful of my microphone. you're listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show on CITR Radio. 
have a public service announcement to announce. Tomorrow, Saturday the 4th, the non-profit organization to destroy the world will be hosting a book release event at the Russian Hall, 600 Campbell Avenue in Vancouver, BC, Canada, beginning at 4 p.m. The non-profit organization to destroy the world is a non-profit arts and publishing society who release two annual publications. The organization seeks to cultivate a critical consciousness of life in Vancouver. All ages are welcome. Admission is $10 and includes free food as well as a complimentary copy of one of the two current issues, the nonprofit organization to destroy the world hosts a book release event, as I mentioned, tomorrow at the Russian Hall, 600 Campbell Avenue, 4 p.m., $10 to get in, free food will be had by all, as well as a complimentary copy of the current two issues. The non-profit organization to destroy the world. And who do we still still have on an Ardwar to Human Soviet Radio show? Who are you? Why, it's Eddie J. Eddie J, some tributes are in order. And I should say, who are you exactly? Well, I'm one of uh, local record collectors. I uh, used to be a C... Well, I used to be a DJ. I thought you were going to say the... I used to be a CD collector. No, no, not that. I, I used to be a DJ on the radio for, for uh, oh, about 10 years or so. And uh, I used to I used to be a DJ for parties and all of that kind of stuff for for like a couple decades and uh, just uh, just one of those crazy rare record collectors and now Ed, and now rare Ed, records and now Ed you've returned to the Nardwara Human Serviette Radio Show bringing out a whole bunch of vinyl and whatnot and you wanted to make sure that we played some tributes yeah so we're going to play a, a tribute for Kearney Barton. Um, who was um, uh, a Seattle, um, Seattle, Washington? Yeah, Seattle, Washington. He was he owned a um, audio recording. Yes, that's right. And he passed away not too long ago. Um, actually, uh, he recorded some fabulous uh, rock and roll in in his studios, and uh, and of course uh, he got uh, he got those songs to to be played on. Local radio, local Seattle radio. So we we thought we'd we'd do something really kind of weird and bizarre, and because uh, we're one radio station, we thought we'd play the theme from another radio station. And this is the theme from KJR. And I'm thinking it's instrumental. Maybe it's by the Viceroy's a band that he recorded. Of course, Kearney recorded lots of bands like the Viceroy's. He even recorded Tommy Chong's band, didn't he? Little Daddy and the Bachelors. That's right. They went down to record because there weren't a lot of great recording studios in Vancouver, or were there? Well, um, in the early 60s, no, there weren't. Um, there was, uh, basically, there was Aragon Studios, um, with, which uh, turned into 6th Avenue and, uh, and eventually sold out and uh, became Mushroom Records. And, uh, of course, at that point, they, they were upgraded uh, significantly and, and started all kinds of local people like uh, Chilliwack and actually Hartford, which was a half uh, Seattle, half Vancouver band. 
But, um, yeah, on this record, uh, it doesn't give us much of a clue. It's, it just says KJR on it, and uh, in the early 60s, if you were listening to KJR, you would have heard this music as their theme song. Dedicated to Kearney Barton, Rest in Peace. KJR theme on the Nardwarta Human Serviette radio show with guest DJ, Eddie J. <laughs>
them in a pot, 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 pot. I took a blue steak, a green steak, and tied them in a knot, 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 knot. I took a hog chalk, a dog's paw, and hung them on a line, 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 line. I took a horse hair, a green pear, and made a crazy sign, 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 sign. I'm casting my spell on you. I'm casting my spell on you. I'm casting my spell on you. You'll never, never be untrue. And put them in the ground, 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 ground I took an old dish, a dry fish And made a crazy sound, 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 sound I took a goose egg, a frog leg And did them in a sack, 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 sack I got a Hindu to tattoo A genie on my back, 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 back I'm casting my spell on you I'm casting my spell on you I'm casting my spell on you You'll never, never be untrue Hey, They called him Super Skier as he sat around the sun deck and he swore that he'd never spill. When they finally took him down, they had to use three toboggans to carry all the pieces down the hill. He was going down that slope, going 90 miles an hour when he caught on edge of his ski. Well, his clothes, they were fast, but the slopes, they were faster. That's the last of Super Skier we shall see. He hollered, what the hell, as he put him parallel. He figured there was nothing else to learn. As he started on his way, he was shouting, on delay, assuming that he'd never have to turn. Well, he was slipping down that slope, going 90 miles an hour, when a mogul flipped him in the air. His jumping form was fine till he ran into a pine And two one-legged skiers left from there Well, he was going down that slope Going 90 miles an hour When he caught on edge of his ski Well, his clothes, they were fast But the slopes, they were faster That's the last of super skier we shall see When he left the tree at last He was skiing twice as fast Both halves were skimming moguls like a feather he said, if I must be a split personality, how can I ever keep my knees together? One ski was headed east and the other headed west, cause both of them, you see, were running freer. The folks on Little Nell, they looked up as scared as hell, said, it's a bird, no, it's a plane, it's super skier. Well, he was going down that slope, going 90 miles an hour, when he caught on edge of his ski. Well, his clothes, they were fast, but the slopes they were faster that's the last of super skier we shall see well the moral of my story though my story's kind of gory is very simple even to a dope buy the fastest clothes you can 
Then talk skiing like a man But don't let people catch you on the slope Well, he was going down that slope Going 90 miles an hour When he caught on edge of his ski Well, his clothes, they were fast But the slopes, they were faster That's the last of super skier we shall see That's the last of super skier we shall see And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show with guest DJ... Eddie J. Ed, what did we just hear? Well, that was Super Skier. And of course, you know, uh, a couple of weeks ago, the world lost uh, a, a real genuine bona fide Super Skier in Sarah Burke. So uh, uh, although that was a farcical Super Skier, we dedicate that to a real Super Skier. That was uh, Bob Gibson, and uh, th- that was the original version of that song. Um, uh, a later version became a hit, but uh, but this one in most places would be super obscure. Although locally in Vancouver, BC, Canada, it was a top twenty record. In fact, top fifteen. Bob Gibson and the Snowman and the Snowman from April nineteen sixty one, and before that we played. Uh, uh, Johnny Otis, uh, an extremely rare stereo copy uh, and uh, an original uh, stereo copy from May '59. That uh, one of my favorite Johnny Otis things, actually, from uh, from May '59. It actually was a chart record, um, low on the charts, fairly low, in the, number 52, but for five weeks. Johnny Otis was from um, from San Francisco, California. And uh, started off in the late 40s by, by playing drums uh, with um, the Count Matthews band. Somebody asked Johnny, uh, they said, were there any white people in the Count Matthews band? And Johnny said, no. Um, actually, Johnny was, I think, um, Lithuanian or Greek or something like that. And um, But uh, he grew up in the... Um, in the ghettos, and uh, his all his neighbors were black folks, and um, he just considered himself to be one of the boys. And um, actually, he was uh, a host of a talent show uh, after a while, and he discovered many people. He discovered Big Mama Thornton uh, was amongst his discoveries, and also Etta James, and we lost uh, both Johnny and Etta James just a couple months ago. That was Ada James and the Peaches, her first big hit, actually uh, co-written by uh, Johnny Otis. Uh, That was The Wallflower, which in turn was an answer song to, um, let's see, to the Midnighters, uh, Hank Ballard and the Midnighters, uh, Work With Me Annie, Dance With Me Henry. And before that, we heard, rest in peace again, the KJR theme dedicated to Kearney Barton. We don't know if he recorded that, but maybe he did. Maybe it was Dave Lewis playing that. That particular thing was the KJR theme, we heard, instrumental, and it's extremely rare, you think, Ed, right? Definitely, uh, and probably never played on uh, a foreign, and, and, that, uh, and by foreign, I mean by any other radio st- uh, station whatsoever. Uh, that was from April 63, so, so uh, that was their, their theme as of April 63. And KJR was the station in Seattle, Pat O'Day, right? Yes, and they supported their local uh, musicians, and uh, a lot of um, people out of Seattle got their start being played on their local radio stations like KJR and KOL. 
Coming up right now, some <clears throat> Bessie Smith ad. Yes, we're switching tracks here, and uh, back in the in the uh, early twenties and uh, actually late teens, uh, that's when blues started being popular, and the very first blues stars were all women. Um, uh, they used to to say talk about the Smith sisters, which were let's see if I can remember them all. There was Clara and Mamie, and of course Bessie Smith, um, who weren't sisters at all at all, but they just happened to have the same name, the Smith sisters. Uh, I believe this one is from about 1923, 1924. This one's called Black Mountain Blues, and it's from an EP. Yes, uh, foreign EP. Let's see. I'm not sure uh, what country it's from. Maybe Australia. Although my copy came to me from San Diego, California. Bessie Smith on an Ardwarty Human Serviette Radio Show. Back in Black Mountain. A child will smack your face Back in Black Mountain A child will smack your face Babies crying for liquor And all the birds sing bass Black Mountain people Are bad as they can be Black mountain people are bad as they can be. They use this gunpowder just to sweeten their teeth. Homes in Black Mountain can't keep a man in jail. Homes in Black Mountain. Can't keep a man in jail If the jury finds them guilty The judge will go they bail Had a man in Black Mountain Sweetest man in town Had a man in Black Mountain The sweetest man in town he met a city gal and he throwed me down. I'm bound for Black Mountain, me and my razor and my gun. Lord, I'm bound for Black Mountain, me and my razor and gun. I'm gonna shoot him if he stands still and cut him if he runs. Down in Black Mountain, they all shoot quick and straight. Down in Black Mountain, they all shoot quick and straight. A bullet up, get you. If you start to dodge in too late Got the devil in my soul And I'm full of bad blues Got the devil in my soul And I'm full of bad blues I'm out here for 
trouble, I've got the black mountain blue. Still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show with guest DJ Eddie. Eddie J. And Ed, what did we hear from 1928 there? That was recorded in Chicago, November 1928. That was a huge hit called It's Tight Like That for uh, Tampa Red. And Tampa Red had um, a couple careers. Uh, of course, his first career was, was as a blues musician. But when uh, the Depression came along, uh, he found it hard to, to make a living as a blues musician. So he cut risque songs and he cut popular songs. And, of course, um, all these years later, all he's remembered for is his blues career. Those other careers, um, I don't even know if, uh, if, if any of those uh, records were ever reissued on CDs or, or LPs or whatever. And like the 13th floor elevators, he played a jug or a bottle. Yes, we heard a, a, a jug in there. 
to keep the base. And um, did we hear a kazoo in there as well? I'm not sure now. Before that, some Bessie Smith from 1923. It was from Holland that particular EP was from. That's where the record was made. That's correct. You loved the lyrics from that too, didn't you? Oh, even a, a baby will slap your face and even the birds sing bass. Oh, what, what delicious the lyrics. My goodness. Coming up right now, some Jimmy Rogers? Jimmy Rogers. Uh, he was uh, recorded in, uh, I think, uh, 1928. And he, he was recorded the same day as the, as the Carter family. And that was the beginning of country music, which um, originally was called hillbilly music. And then the, in the early or um, uh, 50s, uh, there, were, there were a few people, most uh, notably Eddie Arnold and also Chad Atkins, were campaigning against the use of the word hillbilly. And so they changed it to country and western. And of course, it eventually just became country. And you also wanted to point out, Ed, that Rockabilly was only ever popular for nine months, right? For people that don't like Rockabilly, it was only around for nine months. That's right. It was underground before that, and it was underground. It's been underground ever since the, the summer of 1956. Jimmy Rogers on the Nardwar to Human Surreal Radio Show with guest DJ Eddie. Eddie J. Down. 
If you ain't got a damper, good gal, turn your bread around. The old lady, the old lady, the old lady. Still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show with guest DJ. Thank you, Eddie J. <laughs> Thank you, Eddie J. What did we just hear there? An important character. Yes, that was the the first country queen. That was Kitty Wells. Even from- though I tried to turn her into a male character there by playing the wrong speed to begin with. Yeah, well, this is, you know, this is college radio's show, and, uh, you know, these things happen from time to time. Kitty Wells! Yeah, that was just to uh, keep you on your toes. It wasn't God who made Honky Tonk Angels. This was her first hit record from way back in July 1952, and this was a smash hit. It was number one on the country charts for six weeks and stayed on the charts for 18 weeks. Just a huge hit. 
Made her the first country queen. And before that, Jimmy Rogers. Yes, uh, who was actually started the whole genre way back in about 1928. That's right. I was asking you, Ed, have you ever encountered any other formats in record collecting? You've encountered lots of 78s, lots of 45s LPs. You're not too much into the 8-tracks, the wire, or anything like that, are you? Well, wire recordings, uh, that wasn't for for public... Um you know, for the public to buy or re- reproduce, it was nothing. That that was a method of recording. Um, I'm not sure when it's when it started uh, recording on wire, but uh, by the uh, by the early 50s, uh, it had been supplanted by tapes. And I was shocked to learn you're downsizing by trading in your eight tracks. My eight tracks. Oh, I, I, you know, um, I had an eight track player, and it got stolen. And uh, I had a cousin that said to me, "You know, Ed, that's the that's the best thing could ever ever happen to you because there's a, this brand new format out called a cassette, and you got to get into them." And I did, and I never looked back. Baboom. To end the Nardwarty Human Serviette Radio Show here, Ed, you have a couple selections. Bill Haley. We can't go through a Nardwarty Human Serviette Radio Show with guest DJ... Eddie J! ...without mentioning Bill Haley. Before we mention Bill Haley, because you love Bill Haley, Brian Setzer. You actually saw him a little while back and quite enjoyed it. Oh, it was wonderful. Um, the, uh, the highlight um, was really when uh, there was... Um, um, a, a couple of uh, stand-up basses were playing slap bass, and it was um, a, a slap bass extravaganza. And then Brian himself pulled out a third bass, and there was three slap basses, and they were they were having a bass in your face contest. You were in rockabilly heaven. Yes, indeed. That's right. And actually, Bill Haley is the guy that started Rockabilly, and he started rock and roll, too. Uh, And he did these things very deliberately by adding slap bass into his hillbilly sound. Now, was Bill Haley really the first rock and roller? Yes, in my mind, absolutely, because he did it deliberately. Um, you know, th- these other records that uh, different people have been promoting, they're all by promoted by egomaniacs and usually slapping themselves on the back like... Uh, like, for instance, um, Mr. Phillips uh, from, from Sun Records points at um, Rocket 88 as being the first rock and roll record. Well, that's a record that he recorded. So, you know, he's an egomaniac that's uh, just shining himself. Um, we talked to Ike Turner, and Ike Turner told me, to, or actually it was in his book, that's right. It was in his book. He said uh, Rocket 88 wasn't any different than thousands of other blues or rock excuse me let's try and get this straight rhythm and blues records that came out at the time um but you know he says in another part of his book he said i did a lot of things i didn't get credit for so when they want to give me credit for that i'm going to take it bill haley specifically though what are we going to hear and what's the case against bill haley why what is the case against him? Why isn't he acknowledged totally? I know you're mentioning he didn't have a machine behind him, but still, what is the case against Bill Haley, number one Bill Haley fan, Eddie J? Well, you know, there's not much of a case against him. It's just that, you know, other people try to build up cases for other people. The Americans themselves, you know, are... Um 
you know, they're, they're kind of anal about it, to tell you the truth, because they, they feel that, uh, you know, it must, it must have been a kind of music that was stolen from black people. And then you've got other people like Muddy Waters that says the blues had a baby and they call it rock and roll. And people quote that. And, and, but, you know, Muddy Waters was a great singer, but he wasn't a great historian. Um, no, you know, this fellow, um, Bill Haley, uh, he did something. He wanted to change uh, the, his his sound. He wanted to change the music, and he did. And actually, well, the record that we're going to hear right now is uh, Crazy Man Crazy, which, uh, you know, in, in spite of what the, any of the egomaniacs want to point at as being the first record, this was the first hit rock and roll record because this came out in May 1953, and it was on the pop charts. It hit number 12, and it was a charted record for 10 weeks. So this, this guaranteed, is the first rock and roll hit record. And after Bill Haley, we're going to follow it up with some garage rockers. Finally, Ed, finally. Yeah, yeah we're going to play some Scott Bedford. Any information on what we're going to play? Could you tell the people? No, I, I don't know anything about Scott Bedford, except he made some great records. And then we're going to play the Deacon. What, what are we going to play specifically, though? Well, let's play this, and then we'll get to that. Well, actually, we're at the end of oh, the radio, we the radio oh, show. We're so signing we, off, actually. We're right just going to, well, we'll play the, the Think It Over, which was a Buddy Holly song by the Deacons, and then we're going to play the highlights, Hey Baby, if we can get that far, which was a, a Bruce uh, Chanel hit. But uh, we're going to play these records from 1965. And if we can, we'll jam in some other stuff. But otherwise, Ed, thanks so much for coming into the Nardware to Human Serviette radio show yet again with your fantastic collection of vinylry. Well, thanks for having me, Nardware, and doot do loot do. I almost said doot do do loot do. Do 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 do. I almost said doot do do loot do. Almost said doot do do loot do. Doot do. Crazy man, crazy. Crazy man, crazy. Crazy man, crazy Oh man, that music's gone, gone Said crazy man, crazy Crazy man, crazy Crazy man, crazy Oh man, that music's gone, gone When I go out and I want a treat Find me a band with a solid beat Take my chick and we dance about When they start rocking more We start shouting, shouting Crazy man, crazy Crazy man, crazy Crazy man, crazy Man, that music's gone, gone Crazy Man, that music's gone 
it's over, it'll be fine, just think it over, just think it over, a lonely heart grows cold and old, think it over, over and over, 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 think it over, yes, think it over, a lonely heart grows cold and old. Do. 
a elephant. Ah.